during a fellowship I was in this week, they were talking about some of their favorite Christmas traditions from their childhood. And we had a lot of traditions as a child that I just loved. My dad always read the Christmas story from the Bible on Christmas Eve. And that was after we would attend a a candlelight service. My mom always made homemade noodles as well as, of course, all the typical traditional turkey and dressing and ham and, and of course, food. I mean, just all the different Christmas food I just loved. But one of my favorite traditions is one that my mom started. Once school went on break, you know, kids, we were ready for Christmas and we drove her crazy, I'm sure, asking how many more days until Christmas. So she started buying some smaller gifts that she could allow us to open prior to the actual celebration that we typically had of Christmas. And it gave us something to play with as, as well as giving her a break because we would open this gift and play with it for a while. And of course she always made it something she thought that we would really enjoy playing with. And, and it, and she just really started this really cool tradition. And some of the byproducts of that were really neat because Christmas was, it, it was several weeks long for us. You know, they talk about the 12 days of Christmas, you know, it, it just, um, it lasted longer. And I've, I've watched many kids on either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, whichever is the traditional time um, for your family to open gifts. But, you know, that time where they open gifts and they open them and they go on to the next one, open the next one, and they, they finish opening them and they're like, okay, what's next? What's next? And they don't even realize what they have. And so that allowed us to really kind of enjoy those gifts. And then, of course, on Christmas Eve, she would always have like one that we could open about 10 and then, you know, about one. And then, and so we opened several, um, you know, throughout the day on Christmas Eve. And it just really was a cool tradition. She was so smart to do that. But all of this talk about tradition made me start thinking about the tradition that caused us as a society to choose the date we celebrate Christmas because that is based on uh, some interesting tradition. December 25th, of course, is the traditional day that we celebrate the birth of Christ. Most scholars are unsure about the true date for Christ's birth, but we can almost promise that it's not December 25th. But the reason that that day was chosen or that time frame was chosen was made in the fourth century by church bishops in Rome. So many um, had turned away from worshiping the one true God and creator of all things um, as a culture in the Roman Empire, and they had fallen into sun worship. And recognizing their dependence on the sun's yearly course in the heavens, they held feasts around the winter solstice in December when the days are the shortest. So as part of these festivals, they built bonfires to give the sun god strength and bring him back to life again because they thought that would make the days longer again. When it became apparent that the days were growing longer, there would be great rejoicing. 
the church leaders in Rome decided to celebrate Christ's birth during this winter solstice in an attempt to Christianize what had become popular pagan celebrations. For the most part, their efforts failed to make the people conform, and the heathen festivities continued. You know, today we find ourselves left with a bizarre marriage of pagan and Christian elements that characterize our modern celebration of Christmas. But regardless of the pagan background of so many of the December traditions, and despite the fact that Jesus was most likely not born on December 25th, our goal is still to turn the eyes of all men upon the true creator and Christ of Christmas. The light of the world has come, and the Christmas season and celebration presents the church with a wonderful opportunity to preach the good news that men can be made righteous and have peace with God through faith in His Son, Jesus Christ. So I thought it was very interesting, and I wanted to share with you how a pagan tradition can turn us toward God. Over the Advent period, I will continue to share a brief time each day of Advent and give you a glimpse sometimes into the meaning of Advent or the background of Christmas, as well as just a time to worship our precious Lord. I hope so much that you enjoy these Advent podcasts, but more than that, I pray you allow them to take you to the throne of our Savior. If you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, please call me or text me at 918-344-5656. Allow me the privilege to pray with you and for you. If you would like to know more about the steps of salvation and what else the Bible has to say about accepting Jesus as your Savior, please go to podcast number zero, where I discuss in more detail how to be saved. Please call me or email me anytime. My email address is lauriethedisciple at gmail.com. And again, my phone number is 918-344-5656. My name is Lori, and I am a disciple of Jesus Christ.